This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Hi there, Sirianni family. I'm so glad that you and I can engage with Jesus together. We can experience God together. And we can open our hearts to let the Holy Spirit speak right into our hearts. I'm loving this amazing season that we're in, the season of planted being planted, being rooted in God, being rooted in and established in Him, being connected to what God is doing, connected to Him and connected to His amazing church. And as we are planted in a local church, I believe we bear much fruit. And the enemy wants to keep you disconnected. He wants to put you in a pot plant. He wants to kind of isolate you. And the minute He isolates you, friends, He robs you of your destiny. He robs you of your impact. He robs you of the glory and the grace that God wants to reveal to you, through you, and in you. And so I'm so so thankful. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for faithfully giving financially. You're welcome to continue doing so. But more than that, friends, I believe that God has called us for greater things, and we cannot do this alone. And so today I want to talk to you about having a shared faith. Now, friends, all of us are called to believe God personally, but today I want to talk about a connected faith, a faith that is worked out together, a faith that is worked out in community a faith that has worked out when you and I are planted for the display of His splendor. Let's pray together. God, I want to open my heart. I pray that you speak to me, Holy Spirit. I pray that you speak to my dear friends and families that are watching right now. Holy Spirit, come and minister to us. Make this word alive in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Friends, you are blessed because God is with you and God's called you and you and I need to recognize God's blessing. We need to recognize what He has given us Recognize what he's called us for, and we need to embrace it today. What does it mean to have shared faith? Well, a, a thing happened to me recently. I, I literally went out on a mountain bike trail, on a few trails, on a mountain bike ride with two friends, and um, that's amazing. Firstly, friends, those of you who know me, I'm a runner, so I'm not very good at mountain biking, but we do have this great mountain bike that a friend of mine blessed us with, and uh, I went out with these friends, and it's amazing. I've gone to some of these trails before, and I've gone to them kind of more like on a leisurely way, kind of like not really as a workout, but more kind of as a scenic route. And I didn't really have a workout. I more kind of enjoyed the company and the fellowship with my family and, my, and, and with our children. But this time when I went with these guys, it was amazing how we went to have a workout and we went to kind of be challenged, to be stretched, to be able to improve ourselves. And so I went with these guys and it's amazing how when you go alone, you kind of like just hold back a bit, you, you're a little bit more cautious, you, you kind of like, you take it slower, you kind of like a little bit lazier if you're alone. But when you're with others, it's amazing how much faster you go, how much further you can go, how, much more, how many more risks you take. And so what happened to me, friends, is I had the most amazing, most exhilarating ride with these friends. I went faster than I thought I could. I took more risks than I thought I could. And I experienced something of, a, of the thrill of the rush of just kind of stepping out of my comfort zone and uh, embracing more and experiencing an element that I couldn't experience on my own. And I believe this, friends, is it's amazing when God, He divinely designed us in this way in order to do things with others so that we can, actually the best can be drawn out of us. Something of, of a belief, something of a, of a faith can be drawn out of us by God through others. And so that's what happened to me. I experienced myself go way beyond what I thought I could because others showed me. They drew it out of me. There's this old African proverb that we love. It says, if you want to go fast, 
go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. God wants us to go together. I believe that God's got more for us, and that means that we need to be able to embrace this faith together. And I, friends, here's the thing, friends, it's amazing how the enemy knows this. He knows that if you are only going to be on yourself, you're only going to believe God for your small little life, for your own little life, for your own workplace, your own family, your own self, and your own happiness. If, if that's the, the extent of your faith, you're never going to be able to embrace the, the big things of God and, and even some of the eternal inheritance that God's got for us. We've been talking about this shared inheritance. I believe God wants us to have shared faith so that we can embrace shared inheritance. Now in Acts chapter 2 verse 42, 40, 40, actually 41 to 47, we've touched on it so many times, but it's amazing how it describes this community of faith. It's a community of faith. And friends, that's what church is. That's what local church is. It's the planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. We're a community of faith. We don't only believe alone, we believe together. And the Bible actually says in verse 44 that all of them, all of those who believed, can you say believed? I believe one of the things that believers do, that if you have faith, is the Bible says all those who believed were together and they had all things in common. So friends, there was something of a unity. There was something of a togetherness. I don't know if that word exists, but there's a togetherness that God's called us for. And I believe that your faith plus my faith can do greater things. The Bible actually says one will put a thousand to flight, two ten thousand. That's why God's called us to be those that pray together, pray corporately. That's why I love the 24-hour prayers on Fridays. That's why I love the fact that we gather together in community to pray because the Bible actually is so powerful that when you and I pray together, Jesus says, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations. See, your alone prayers can do so much, but your together prayers, our together faith can actually impact nations. We can make a difference in nations. Nations. I believe that God has designed us to draw from one, another, one another's faith. In Luke chapter 10, we see how Jesus gives these disciples a mission. And I do know that Jesus has given you and me a mission. Part of our mission is our family. If you're married, your mission is, is connected to your spouse. You, if you've got kids, your mission is connected to your children. If you are in, in business or in, you've got a certain profession, your, your mission is connected to your profession. If you're planted in a local church, your mission is connected to that local church. If you've got certain gifts that God's called you, your mission is connected to the giftings that He's given you. But it all flows from Jesus Christ. And as He launches these guys into mission, he sends them out in Luke chapter 10. He sends them out two by two. It's amazing how he doesn't send them alone. Now, you might say to me, but Mark, they can go to 70 different places if he just sent them out one by one. Now they only went to 35 different places. They went to, to less places because he had to send them out two by two. Why does Jesus send them out two by two? Well, we do know that it's good. The Bible actually says two are better than one. We've We've studied this many times. We are better together. The Bible is so clear that God doesn't want us to be alone because for protection, for, for comfort, for support, all of that is important for care. That's why we are connected with one another. But what I also believe, because they did come back with uh, testimonies of great miracles. And so what I also believe, the reason why Jesus sent them together is so that they could believe together. They could trust God for great things together they could put their faith out together when last did you put your faith out with someone and it says in Matthew chapter 18 verse 19 Jesus says it says in the King James it says again I say to you that if two of you shall agree can you say agree when last did you agree in faith 
shall agree on earth as touching anything, touching something. That means there's something specific that you're agreeing together and you're putting your, your faith out, you're, putting, you're touching it together with your faith. It says that they shall ask. He says, touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. Friends, I love this. As Jesus is saying, when two come together, two or more, some translations would say two or more, come together. Jesus wants us together to put our faith out together so that we can touch things, touch impossibilities, touch areas of victory that we need victory and areas where we need breakthrough. And Jesus says, it will be done by our Father in heaven. I've seen my life, I've seen so many times where people have believed together with me and I've believed with people. We believed for people to, for, for, for parents, we believed with people to have children. We've believed with people to get healed and they got healed. And they have those that needed children got children. We believed with people for breakthroughs and they got breakthroughs. But also, friends, we've believed together for the gospel to go out in our cities and in other parts of the world. I'm now today standing in North Carolina and Charlotte, North Carolina, because people put their faith together. I've seen the greatest miracle in my life because people put their faith together. When we built buildings, impossibilities, people put their faith together. When we had to feed thousands of people, people put their faith together. When we put our faith together, supernatural things start happening. Now, friends, the sad thing is that when you, when you put your fear together, negative things and great, great um, loss happens when you put your fear together. Now, the world runs on fear. The media runs on fear. And the minute the enemy can get you and someone that's negative or someone that's fearful or someone that's gossiping or someone that's dishonoring someone in authority, there might be someone in uh, one of the elders or one of the leaders in the church that you don't like. And, and so now you get someone else to come and agree with you in negativity or in fear. That has the same effect, friends. It's just the negative. It's the downfall. Faith builds up, but, but, but fear breaks down. And so it's amazing how when you hear a bad report, ask the 10 tribes, uh, ask the 10 spies that came back to the, from the 10 tribes of Israel. When those 10 spies came back, they brought a bad report. And when they brought a bad report, there was agreement and then they abdicated the call of God and they let go of the promised land. They let go of the promises of God. Why? Because they agreed in fear. And when you and I agree in fear, we let go. If you agree in fear with your marriage, when you agree in fear when it comes to the church, when you agree in fear when it comes to the future of your nation, when you agree in fear when it comes to even your, even your faith in Jesus Christ or even your relationship with God or your children's future, when you agree with fear and you agree with other people, that's why watch out who you agree with and watch out who you spend your time with. Friends, because we need to agree with faith. I remember when we have a few years ago decided we're going to put our faith out together. We're going to agree in faith for more than 100 people to be baptized in one year. And friends, we just sort of seeing people get baptized, get saved, get baptized. Why? We put our faith together and the impossible became possible. It says in Acts chapter 4, verse 23, the negative happened. They got a bad report. And the way they, they dealt with this bad report is by faith, not by fear. They dealt with this bad report by coming together. And friends, usually when a bad report comes, people want to isolate themselves. They want to, the, the enemy knows this. He knows that when a bad report comes, you don't want to believe with anyone. You actually just, you, you, you want to isolate yourself. You want to distance yourself from people. But what the disciples did, they got this bad report, a life-threatening report. And guess what happens? They 
decided to come together. In Acts chapter 4, verse 23 to 24, it says, And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voices to God with one accord, one accord, in faith, in unity, together. They raised their voices in one accord, and they said, Lord, you are the God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. Watch, friends. They are talking about God. They're coming to God together, putting their faith together, friends. They've just been threatened. And then in verse 29 to 31, it says, Now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Friends, they put their faith together. They were faced with the greatest challenge, but they came together to put their faith together. Friends, you know what I've learned? Is often when threats come, often when bad reports come, often when lies of the enemy comes, often when fear fills our hearts, the enemy wants us to be alone because then we can listen to our own news. We can listen to our own thoughts. We can listen to the lies and we can replay the negative movies in our minds. We, we have a way of putting these movies of destruction and these movies of despair, we've got a way of making, ma literally friends, ma making an inspirational story, we can make it into a thriller in our minds. We can make it into something of a, of a very negative experience in our minds. But that's why we need people around us so that they can point us back to Jesus. They can believe with us. When we are weak, they are strong. And when they are weak, we are strong. And together we put our faith. I'll never forget this. I've told this story. But this one time I went to the Philippine Islands alone. And we went to this hostile area, hostile island. One of the islands in the Philippines is known for um, what they often have is they have these, um, they've got these Muslim strongholds. And these guys would often literally um, massacre believers. So they would, they would capture believers and then they would, they, would, they would kill them all. And sometimes they would kidnap um, Western people. So if you West, maybe it looks like you come from Europe, they're going to be like, ah, here's a, a good ransom. They'll kidnap you. They've kidnapped people from Canada. They've kidnapped, kidnapped people from America there already. And so what they did is, is I went down this place and I went alone. And as I went alone, the day before I went alone, I saw I was with Ian McKellar um, and Ian said to me, Mark, never ever travel alone again. You've got to be together. God, God called, sends us a two by two, don't do this alone. So on my, on my way flying to this island, I just, I was starting to play this movie of they're going to kidnap me. They're going to hold me for ransom. I'm going to lose my life. And I just send my wife a text. We, those years, texts were very expensive internationally. Send my wife a text, send Maria a text. And I said to her, love, please pray for me. But I didn't want to tell her what I'm thinking. And I realized that I was alone like this. And then I ended up starting just to, just to meditate on Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Uh, friends, and it's amazing how I had to worship. I had to meditate on the truth, but I was vulnerable because my faith was weak. My fear overwhelmed me. And I, I'm yet to say to you, friends, if I had a brother or a, a someone next to me that just said to me, Mark, it's going to be okay. It's not true. God is with you. Listen to what the promises of God is. Listen to what God has said. Someone with me, but I was alone. I never want to do this alone again. It says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 3 to 4, and we know this whole chapter, 2 Chronicles 20, is such a powerful chapter. I, w I wish I could read the whole thing, but it speaks about Jehoshaphat, 
And it speaks about this king that got, literally, he's got all these armies, three different armies coming against him. He's got, he's with his back against the wall, and he's got a bad report. It's almost like a death sentence. The, it's a doom and gloom. The end is coming. It's almost like, like we would feel right now, even in some of the climate, some of the political climate, some of the, the, the challenges that we're experiencing on the planet right now. And it's, it's like a done deal. Man, you are not going to make this. And so Jehoshaphat, instead of, instead of pandering to his fear, look at what he does with his fear. He decides to believe together. He decides to engage in a shared faith. It says here, and so Jehoshaphat, verse 3, feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Listen, friends, the way that he, that he, that he, that he responds and reacts to that fear is not by giving into it, but he sets himself to seek the Lord. And it says, and he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And he realized, listen, I can fast alone, but I need others to fast with me. I need others to pray with me. I need others to be in this boat with me. Yes, I'm in the storm, but I'm not going to face the storm alone. Yes, I'm in despair, but I'm not going to face it alone. I'm going to do this with others. I know it's impossible. I know it's difficult. I know I, don't, I, don't, I cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. There's just darkness ahead of me. But I'm going to put my faith in God and I'm not going to believe him alone. I'm going to ask my whole nation, all my people, to come and fast together. City on a hill, when last did we fast together? When we fast together, when you get a chance to fast and pray with other believers, to believe with other believers, will you pray? Will you fast? Will you believe with other believers? In Jesus' name. And it says, so Judah gathered together. Can you say together? They came together. Another translation says, they all came from all over together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Uh, friends, I'm here to say to you that when they come together, you must see the victory that God gave them. God fought the battle for them, and they came back, and they stood on God's promises, and they heard God together. They fasted together, and then they showed up to the battle together. Then they worshiped together, and when you worship together, you trust God together. Supernatural things happen. Great breakthroughs happen. Why? Because God is faithful even when we are faithless he's faithful god inhabits the praises of his people these guys went to go and praise together god inhabits the praises of his people not of his person only together god inhabits our praises can we get practical let's just quickly i want to show you what happened with jonathan because i believe that jonathan god could have given jonathan the victory alone but jonathan needed someone to believe with him and so it says in 1 Samuel 14, verse 6, we must understand, Saul them are defeated. There's only two swords in, in, in the whole of Israel at that point in time. The Israelites are being oppressed by the Philistines. And Jonathan decides, listen, I'm going to put my faith out. But he realizes that he's got to do this with someone. So he asks his armor bearer if he will go with him. Now, here's the thing, friends. We don't know the name of this armor bearer. We don't know his qualifications. We don't even know how good he is, how big he is, how strong he is. We don't know much about him. All we know is he put his faith out with Jonathan. And friends, I'm here to say to you that putting our faith together is not about being known. It's not about being great. It's not about having a great reputation. It's about being faithful when God calls us together. It says in verse 6, So Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come, let us go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. I love Jonathan's language. See, when we put our faith together with people, we're not believing in one another. 
We're believing in Jesus with one another. We're putting our hope and our trust in Jesus together. Verse 7 says, do all that you have in mind, these armor bearers said. Now, I love the faith there. I love this faith. And this is something you and I need to learn from. He says, go ahead. I'm with you, heart and soul. Now, this guy did not say, whoa, whoa, I first want to know all the details. I want to know the timing. I want to know exactly what you're going to do. No, this guy says, let me t tell you today, I'm putting my faith out. I've got faith. Faith, friends, faith is often not, not completely reasonable. Faith is not without reason, but it is not always reasonable. And so it's amazing how he says, I'm with you, heart and soul. That's what faith is. And I want to ask you, friends, if you planted in a local church, I want to ask you, be planted, be faithful. Say, Lord, I want to be with you, heart and soul. And then it says in verse 8 to 10, so Jonathan said, come on then, we will cross over toward them and let, let them see us. If they say to us, wait, uh, wait there until we come to you, we will stay where, where we are and not go up to them. But if, if, if they say, come to us, we will climb up because that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. He's saying, listen, let's put our faith together. Let's strategize together. Let's believe God together. And let's hear God together. That's the key, friends, to putting our faith out together is to hear God together. I love this. Verse 12 says, Then the men of the outpost shouted to Jonathan and his armor bearer, Come up to us and we'll teach you a lesson. So Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Climb up after me. The Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. I love this. When we put our faith out together, friends, we go on the journey together. It's, it's, not a, it's not a passive thing. You don't passively kind of say, okay, I'll put my faith out. I'll see if it works and then I'll be with you. No, I'm in the trenches with you. And then Jonathan says, come, let's do this together. Verse 13 to 14 says, Jonathan climbed up using his hands and feet with his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer, um, listen to this, and his armor bearer um, said to him, uh, followed and killed him behind him. In that first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men in an area of about a half an acre. Watch this. They killed about 20 people, so it's not a lot. The Philistines was a big army, but all they did is, is they just did the start. Faith often just requires for you and me to start, for us to, to engage. And verse 15 says, Then panic struck the whole army, those in the camp and field, and those in the outposts, and raiding parties, and the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God. <laughs> Friends, I love this. Is God fought for them because they believed God together. God fights for us when we believe God together. When we put our faith together, when we, and friends, it's amazing how we engage in the battle together. Faith is not passive. Faith is active. Faith is not, uh, not at a distance, but faith is engaged. And as we engage with Jesus, it's amazing how God does supernatural things. I just want to be honest with you. I just want to share personally with you. There's been many times over the years, especially with you, City on Hill, that, that I struggle to believe. I struggle to have faith. I struggle to, to see the wood for the trees. I struggle to believe that God could actually do it. I believe, I remember when we built buildings together. I remember when we trusted God for unsaved people to get saved. I remember sometimes on a Sunday morning standing up and saying, who wants to give their lives to Christ? And then I did not have faith. And then I saw the faith in the room, people praying beforehand, people serving together. There was faith together and faith together 
That's what makes the difference. And if you're far from God here today, I'm here to say to you that you, you need to put your faith in Jesus. There's a, there's a king of kings whose faith you and I can engage with. The Bible says in Galatians 2 verse 20, it's no longer I that live, but it's Christ that lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. You can live by His faith. You can be saved by His faith. Will you trust God and put your, put your hope in Jesus and let His faith rise in your heart? Let Him empower you to put your trust and your hope and your faith in, in, in Him. In Jesus' name. May the Spirit of God come upon you. But if you're close to God, I want to invite you on an adventure. An adventure of faith that's bigger than you and me. An adventure of faith where we have to believe together. Because one will put a thousand to flight. Two, ten thousand. Will you put your faith out with us? Can we believe God together? Let's pray. God, I want to pray for my brothers and sisters watching right now. I pray, God, that nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible as we believe. Your word says when we believe together, touching a matter, it will be established. I speak faith, together faith, unified faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.